Welcome to the Bliss Life Podcast, the best living inspired soul show. My name is Roland Waithe, your host. Join me for inspired soul conversations, motivational hacks, and best living practices to help you capture the bliss you've been seeking in your life. Thank you for taking the time to spend with me. Your soul thanks you. I thank you. Join me on the other side for a soul reboot. Control alternate delete. Question. Have you ever had the experience of having a life sucked out of you by spending time with a particular person? I'm talking about feeling drained, bored, irritated, stressed, anxious, threatened, overwhelmed, or depressed after just a few moments in the presence of that person's company. There may even have been times where you may have felt guilty for having negative thoughts about that person, which made you feel even worse. You may even have thought that there was something wrong with you such as feeling a headache coming on or stressed over a work deadline. Either way, you didn't understand why you felt so out of sorts. If this describes a familiar experience, chances are you've been in the company of an energy vampire. Energy vampires are emotionally immature individuals who have the sense that the whole world revolves around them. They are also incapable of seeing things from another person's perspective. They often lack empathy. They believe that they must take everything that they can from others and that giving anything will deprive them of essential resources. It's as if the whole world is just there to serve them and you are the latest object upon which they have set their sights on exploitation. On this episode of the Bliss Life Podcast, we will look at 10 ways to spot an energy vampire, as well as provide you with tactics to help you build your emotional capacity to protect yourself from being drained. Knowing how to spot an energy vampire can help you to assess how much of a threat an energy vampire can be, and this will aid you to prevent yourself from becoming prey to those predators who plot to rob you of your bliss. Please stay tuned until the end for my final thoughts, as well as insights on energy vampires. Remember, knowing is half the battle. Once you are aware, you can be prepared. Join me on the other side to learn how to defend yourself from being bitten. Let's go in. What is an energy vampire? 
Energy vampires are people who sometimes intentionally drain you of emotional energy. They feed off your willingness to listen and care for them, leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed. Energy vampires can be anywhere and anyone. They can be your spouse or your best friend. They can be a co-worker or your neighbor. Learning how to identify and respond to this toxic behavior can help you to preserve your energy and protect yourself from a great deal of emotional and physical distress. Here are 10 ways that energy vampires act and what you can do to protect yourself. Number one, energy vampires avoid taking accountability. Energy vampires are often charismatic. They slither out of trouble when problems arise because of this charm. They are often crafty and they may pin problems on someone else in almost every situation. They never accept culpability for their role in any disagreement or issue. You are often left holding the guilt and possibly the blame. For example, a, this is a statement that an energy vampire may use. I can't believe no one can get this right. What an embarrassment. Energy vampires always find themselves in the middle of a catastrophe, flailing from target to target with their emotional and dramatic behavior. When they've landed on you, they fling this drama onto you in hopes that you'll absorb it, fix it, and right their ship. Number two, they always try to one-up you. An energy vampire never likes to be outdone and they aren't keen on sharing the spotlight. This is one of their many narcissistic tendencies. They struggle to feel genuine happiness for another person. Instead, they prefer to pull energy to feed their emotional demands. An example? That's good news. I actually applied for a new job today too, and I really need some help with my resume. Do you mind looking it over? Or... So proud of you. Only three more certifications to catch up to me. They diminish your problems and play up their own. Energy vampires feed off your emotional energy. And if you're sad or upset, your energy supplies are dwindling. To drain the most energy from you, energy vampires will shift the attention of the discussion to themselves. Turn your dismay into their emotional buffet. Number three, they act like a martyr. Energy vampires place their problems squarely on the shoulders of other people. They take no responsibility for their contributions to their difficulties. What they're seeking is emotional support to boost their self-esteem. For example, they may use a statement like this. He's always so unreasonable. I do my best, but it's just never enough. Number four, they use your good nature against you. People who are sensitive and compassionate are prime targets for energy vampires. You offer a listening ear, a kind heart, and endless energy. In that way, energy vampires use your very nature against you, draining you of your vitality. For example, they monetize your time at every social occasion so they have as much of your energy as they can get. They know you feel guilty for turning them down for a coffee or dinner date, so they ask regularly. Number five, they use guilt trips and ultimatums. Energy vampires often rely on guilt trips to get what they want. They know shame is a great weapon against people who are compassionate and caring. 
Likewise, ultimatums are great and effective way to capture a person's attention and coerce them into doing something they otherwise might not want to do. For example, an energy vampire may say, I don't know how you expect me to make it without you. I'll fall apart. Or they may say, if you really cared about me, you'll call him and tell him how much I love him. Number six, they're codependent. Codependency is a type of relationship where every action is designed to elicit a certain reaction from another individual. It's a vicious cycle of behavior, but energy vampires rarely recognize that they are in them. They use their relationships, often romantic ones, to continue spinning a cycle of drama and emotional need. For example, an energy vampire may say, I know this isn't a good relationship, but it's so much better than trying to get over her than learning to date again. Or they may say, If I just ignore him for a few days, he'll totally beg for forgiveness and come crawling back. Number seven, they criticize or bully. At the core, energy vampires are often insecure. They may dehumanizing tactics and criticisms to keep their prey insecure too. In this state, you will feel you owe them your attention and should continue to work to stop the unwanted attacks. For example, an energy vampire may say, I was too stupid to expect better from you. Everyone else treats me like garbage, so why not you? Or, you were in it over your head from the beginning. I told you that. Number eight, they intimidate. One step removed from criticizing or bullying you, intimidation is a tool some energy vampires turn to when they need to stir up some emotional turmoil. Fear is a very strong emotional reaction. If an energy vampire can upset you, they can bolster their ego. For example, I won't tell you this again and again. Or they may say, you don't deserve a promotion. You don't show that you even really want it. 10. Establish boundaries. Although this may be easier said than done, you can and you should develop areas of your life where you won't allow an energy vampire to enter. Don't agree to social events like dinner or coffee dates. Avoid weekend trips and other extended events where they'll be in attendance. At work, you can limit interactions between the two of you by not agreeing to lunches and not stopping by their desk to chat. You may need to start small, focusing on a few areas, and then expand. Adjust your expectations. You can't fix an energy vampire, but you can reshape your expectations you have about them. This may involve shutting off your emotional valve and not offering advice when they vent their problems to you. This means also you can't use them as a type of emotional release either. They'll want to reciprocate. Don't give them an inch. If the energy vampire calls, stops by, or texts, don't give them the room. Offer an excuse. I'm too busy. Or I'm tired. Will do. You could say that you've got plans or that you don't feel well. When they keep interfacing with excuses and not getting the emotional energy they need, they'll look elsewhere. Guard your emotional capacity. Energy vampires use nonverbal cues to know when they have someone on the hook.
your facial expressions, the way you lean in, how you clasp your hands. An energy vampire can take these as signs as your investment. If you instead offer stone-faced responses and only offer short statements to their questions, you won't open up to their demands and you can reserve your energy for you. Cut them out entirely. In most cases, you have the freedom to exercise this person from your life entirely. This may seem drastic, but you have to remember that you're protecting yourself in the end. The bottom line, by recognizing behaviors and trying to put an end to it, you're protecting yourself, your health, and your overall well-being. No one deserves to be mistreated or used in this manner. It's certainly not your fault. Some people refuse to accept responsibility for their own emotional maturity, and that isn't your burden. Final thoughts. How to defeat an energy vampire, or at least not get sucked dry by them. Remember, when it comes to looking out for your own energy and well-being around energy vampires, you're not being selfish. You're practicing good self-care. Doing so keeps you from getting overwhelmed, anxious, and sick. Here are some strategies you can use to prevent you from being bitten if you come in contact with an energy vampire. Cut them out of your life if you can. If they're not someone you can avoid, such as a boss or a family member, cut off contact with the person. If it's a spouse who you can still need to communicate with, perhaps if you have children, Communicate as little as possible and use technology to your advantage. Text or use messaging apps rather than making plans over the phone. Set boundaries. Know what types of activities work well and which ones don't and plan accordingly. Maybe going out to lunch or coffee is bearable, but inviting that individual to your home is just too much. Set beginnings and end times. Lower expectations. If you're dealing with a narcissist, know that these people are not capable of being empathetic towards you, so don't expect that back from them. Avoid bearing your soul to that person to protect yourself from feeling disappointed when they don't meet you with understanding that you were looking for. Use the broken wind strategy. Be too tired for them. When an energy vampire tries to bend your ear, Tell them you feel under the weather or that you're tired. They will go to another source immediately. Gray rock them. Act like a gray rock around them. Don't entertain them. Don't give them energy. Don't give them a response. Whether it be an open air, your sympathetic energy, or your support. That's what they're looking for. And that's what they want. And if they don't get it, they will lose interest. Know the difference between venting and dumping. Everyone needs to voice frustration now and again. Energy vampires consistently dump their frustrations, irritations, annoyances, bad days, and negative feelings on others. It's really important to know the difference between venting and dumping so that you can set limits, and not just sit there and take it. Don't overreact. Remain calm and cool 
and collected when dealing with energy vampires. Losing it causes energy vampires to do the same and make you feel worse about yourself. Make sure you have a way to reality check. Determine which of your friends or family you can be used as a reality check on a situation. Trusted individuals you can use to level set with you when you deal with an energy vampire that is acting up. Yes, they're acting crazy. Yes, it looks like they're getting away with murder. Those trusted reality check friends can help you affirm that what you feel in your gut is right and not the other way around. So say no nicely. It's okay to not invite people to interact with you. And it's okay to say no to people. Remember, no is a sentence in and of itself. You can say it in a nice way that's not impolite or uncaring. You can be a loving, compassionate person and still stick up for yourself. You don't need to be a doormat. Remember, when dealing with energy vampires, countermeasures are mandatory in order to truly protect yourself as we enter the next normal beware the war on bliss is real protect your energy by all means possible until next time smile laugh and do something nice for somebody you care about peace To end this episode, we're going to end with a test. If you've been paying attention, you should be fine. If you haven't, you'll probably end up drained. We have captured a real live energy vampire. There's nothing like putting the rubber to the road. So not just providing you with tactics, but actually putting you in the jungle without any combat equipment and letting you fend for yourself. We ask that you disengage any accent recognition software in your mind as we listen to what the vampire has to say. What is it that you want us to know? I think there are some things that y'all just do not understand. First of all, we are not talking about Miami. Miami is where y'all got the virus because down there in Miami, you got all the Mexicans and they're drinking all that Corona beer. We do not drink Corona beer here in the city of Jacksonville. We drink natural light. Why do we drink natural light? Because it's natural and because it's light. And we don't drink it in them fancy bottles. We drink it in aluminum cans. And aluminum cans cannot have the coronavirus because they are not glass. They are aluminum. So that's number one. And number two, y'all don't realize that down here in Jacksonville, it is hot. I don't mean hot like they're in Minnesota or wherever where y'all think 70 degrees is hot. It's hot like 95 degrees all the time. And the virus cannot live when it is that hot. So that's number two. And we knew that we were going to have to be out in the hot that's why we bought all that TP because, see, we are some big people here in Jacksonville because we know how to eat right. So you got to take that TP and you got to put it down in them places where you get all sweaty just to kind of keep everything tight. You know what I mean? So that's jokes on you. That's what all the toilet paper's for. 
And most importantly, what we got here in the beaches is we got salt. And if you know anything, you know that salt makes everything better. Think about it. Bacon, grits, black-eyed peas, boiled peanuts, what they all got in common. They got salt. Salt fixes everything. So you come out here in that hot and you drink in your natural light and you in that salt water, you can't get the virus.